The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you've wanted to go behind the scenes with your favorite sports figure or entertainment personality, this is the show for you. Darnell has successfully bridged the gap between both and is ready to share his stories and his guest stories with you. Now, here's Darnell. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of uh, OTS. Uh, I'm here in the studio uh, by myself today. It looks like uh, JD is out. Uh, I guess he was supposed to call us, but uh, I don't know if he's going to do that. Uh, and today's a very interesting day because uh, we now have a camera uh, that is streaming uh, Ustream. Uh, and the actual address is uh, www.ustream.tv backslash channel backslash live dash phoenix dash studio so uh i have a few of my people that are uh, that are tuning in so uh, thank you very much for uh, for tuning in and i gotta say it kind of um, made me a little nervous because because i can see myself on the screen only there's a little lag so <laughs> so the things that i'm doing and then i watch it and then i do it again so it's kind of it's kind of weird to see me do my thing on TV and still be able to do the radio thing, and so, so it's just interesting. Anyway, uh, so thank you all very much for tuning in, uh, both on the radio and on uh, Ustream. So uh, thank you, thank you. So I figured I'd start out the show today um, talking a little bit about my fantasy situation because, as everybody knows, who's in fantasy, uh, we're getting down to the uh, uh, the playoffs uh, the last couple of weeks because fantasy usually goes to like week fourteen. Uh, and then they do playoffs, uh, week 15 and 16. So, my current status, uh, and I know everybody was really, really concerned about my current, uh, uh, fantasy status, uh, is I'm currently, I think, in third place. So I have to win this week in order for me to get into the top four to then be able to play, uh, uh, and, you know, get into the playoffs and then get a chance to make that money. Uh, so, my sister, she's also in the league, and she's currently second. So the first place is already clinched. Second place is my sister. I'm third. And then there are like two other people. I think there are two other people behind me that they need to win. And I think I got them in points, but I, you know, I play one of them right now. So one of us are in, one of us are out. And then there's a, uh, a second person. So there'll be a top four. So I have to, have to, have to, have to win this week to get into the playoffs. So, uh, you know, last night, Pittsburgh Steelers, I had their D, so that helps. Um, you know, they got me 15 points, which is cool. Uh, so I just want to give you guys the rundown. So next week, uh, I'll let you know if I made it in or uh, if I made it in the playoffs or not. Uh, so that's fantasy. Uh, and I think my sister's already in, so she's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty excited. I know she's, uh, uh, 
She really thinks she can win this thing. And I think she can too, but if she has to face me, then she's probably going to lose again. So, oh well. Oops, sorry. So, I, I figured I would, I would start, uh, continue the show with a little bit of, um, you know, there's a lot of players out there. Uh, you know, the show, uh, actually not the show, the game last week, uh, actually last night, Thursday night, really, uh, and if you didn't see it, it was pretty, pretty brutal. Uh, it was a lot of injuries. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of big hits. And for whatever reason, this game seemed more brutal than, than normal games. You know, a lot of big hits, a lot of people limping and ailing and going in and out of the game. And I don't know if it's because, you know, Pittsburgh was already, you know, the favorite. They were going to go in and they, and I'm imagining that Cleveland was like, uh, uh, serious dogs. Uh, but, it just seemed, uh, it started off really off, really strange, you know, uh, Ben Roethlisberger hurt his ankle, uh, and he was limping around, and I, th- I know a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans were like, oh god, here goes our, you know, playoff opportunity. And then, it just seemed like a lot of other players just were getting dinged, it was big hits, and, uh, you know, it reminded me last night, um, how physical football really is, and really can be, and, and like I was saying, I don't know if the game was physical because Pittsburgh was the favorite and Cleveland was not. And Cleveland's season's basically done. So, you know, they didn't really have much to prove other than it's the division. But then, you know, even that kind of, you know, we're not the we're not the favorites. We're not supposed to win. We're not even supposed to be in the game. So I don't know if they just, you know, I, I, I don't know. It just really reminded me um, and it brought back a lot of the um, – the memories of like you know by and again I wasn't a starter I didn't I didn't play you know as much uh, as as starters do you know I, I may have gotten six or seven snaps a game or whatever uh, but it reminded me that everybody right now at this time of the year is extremely beat up I mean everybody's dealing with something a, uh, a sprained ankle sprained thumb broken thumb broken hand uh sprained wrist bad shoulders bad back bad neck and, and you know it really reminded me that uh I'm really really grateful that I got out of the league without getting seriously damaged because that that is uh, it just it it's a brutal brutal sport and uh I I I was just excited that I that I got out without uh, without getting dinged up, and so it, I, I really started having um, uh, a better appreciation, uh, more appreciation for the guys that do play it now uh, days, because you know obviously the players are getting bigger, faster, stronger, uh, and, and and the hits are bigger, and I know the league is trying to uh, compensate for uh, for that by having um, you know rule changes and no no shots to the head and and you know no diving at the quarterback's legs and things like that, but you know it's. It's just, it, it's just gotten, it's gotten crazy physical. I, and, and it, it always has been, but I think it's even more so now, you know, with the training and the year round working out and, and the supplements and all the different things people are now taking as a year round job. So it's getting, um, like I said, it just, it, it just really reminded me like, wow, I'm, I'm really grateful that I didn't get too hurt uh, when I played, um, and, and, you know, the admiration that I had for Big Ben who came back, which, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of Ben Roethlisberger. I know that he got dinged a lot, and I was always like, well, you know, he's a quarterback and he likes to run, so oh well, uh, such is the way it goes. But, you know, him getting that sprained ankle and, and coming back into the game 
and limping around and, and, and me watching him limp, I was like, oh man, you know that hurts. It has got to hurt. And he's walking like it hurts and, you know, he's throwing passes, basically standing straight up and, and, and for him to still be able to, you know, come back out, complete the game, um, you know, throw a touchdown or two, uh, it, it was, it was pretty remarkable. And, and I have to definitely take my hat off to him because I, you know, Again, I wasn't the biggest Ben Roethlisberger fan um, for no other reason than I think that you know some of his off the field antics, uh, whatever. I, 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 whether or not they're true or not, uh, whether or not they're um, you know accurate. You know, I have some friends that think he's an asshole, but I, I think I think he's a pretty good guy from what I see. I mean, again, I always like to err on the side of if I don't know him, you know, I, I don't want to pass judgment on anybody's character because I think a lot of people do that and they see people in the news and they see people, you know, in the media from whatever they say or sound bites that they get on ESPN or things that they see on the, uh, you know, in a newspaper or on the web that they go, oh, you know, based on that, he's clearly a jerk. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like to I don't like to judge people like that. I like to, you know, put together a whole body of work. And again, I don't care enough about Ben Roethlisberger to really do any research about all the things, all the good things he does and, you know, what charities he's involved with or, you know, you know, how he treats his family or I I don't I don't really care enough, but I have to take my hat out to him. It was a, a really gutsy gutsy performance last night. Uh I was um you know, it, it it was it really reminded me of like throwback type guys where you know the you know if you can walk you can play and if you know if it's not broken you can play and even if it is broken as long as you can still you know can you breathe and can you still run then it's fine you know and and that's what it reminded me of last night and then I guess the interview at the end Tomlinson asked him you know you know Doc you know they asked the interview Tomlinson about it and he said so you know what, what you know. Why did you have him go back out? Do you think it's a good idea? Whatever. And Tomlinson is a throwback kind of coach, and he basically was like, I asked the doctors. The doctor said he's fine. I asked him. He said he was fine. So I said, okay, go ahead and play. So uh, it was uh, it was kind of a throwback game for me with the Steelers and you know Pittsburgh with the you know Pittsburgh and Cleveland and then the throwback jerseys and all that stuff. So it was interesting. Uh, and again, I have just. Um, it gave me an opportunity to really have a strong admiration for the guys that do put their uh, uh, put their bodies and their and their health on the line um, to entertain us uh, and to also get paid, uh, which I think is um, which I think is really awesome. And so now, with with that being said, there are you know a couple of topics that you know sort of you know raise the question and 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 raise the issue of, okay, like players like Forte and Deshaun Jackson. Uh, you know, Forte, unfortunately, it's in his contract year. Uh, he gets damaged, right? And he hurts his knee and he's out for four weeks. Now, meanwhile, he's still putting forth, you know, putting up big numbers. He's still doing his thing. And everybody knows that he wants a new contract. Everybody knows that the Bears should pay him. I, I even think the Bears know that they should pay him. But they just haven't yet, and I don't know. I don't know what the holdup is. I don't know if they're waiting to free up some money. I, I don't. I don't know what the, what the situation is. But he he is now injured, and he's out for four weeks, and and it makes you wonder whether or not is that going to hurt his opportunity to get paid. You know, is that uh, 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 leverage for the team to say, well, you know. We'll see how your knee does. You know, we're not quite sure. We'll see what happens. And, I, and you know, I, I, unfortunately, that's the nature of the beast. And I do think that, 
you know, Forte has handled it with a lot of class and um, uh, as a mature veteran player and, and understands the way the business works and, and is going out and just doing what he has to do. He goes out on the field, he proves it every day. That's He just puts it on the line and lets everything else work itself out. And I think, you know, the Bears should pay him. I think that they eventually will pay him. I just don't know... Um, you know, are they going to then go, well, you know, your knee's not quite what it used to be, you know, four weeks ago. So, you know, instead of whatever the millions they're going to give you, they're going to give you that minus whatever. Uh, and then you got the other spectrum, you know, where you got Deshaun Jackson, who is great talent, um, super athletic, uh, very dangerous on the field, very fast, uh, great player. Uh, but it's kind of bringing, bringing his contract uh, issues to the forefront in front of us, in front of the uh, the public. You know, the, we clearly see in the games he's just not running like he should, not running like he wants to, uh, uh, you know, kind of checked out, it seems. You know, and I think, and again, we're, and I'm just judging it on what I see in terms of, uh, you know, his facial expressions on TV, the way he runs routes, and of course, you know, I'm kind of jaded by what the commentators say as well, kind of like, well, look at Deshaun, and then they show him, and he's got a bad look on his face, so I'm like, oh yeah, he's not very happy. Uh, so, but, but I think, you know, Deshaun, if he does what he's supposed to do, I think eventually he'll just get paid. You know, I think that's the way it works. I, I like to think that, uh, if you do, the right thing and, and you show up for your job and you do what you're supposed to do that it'll pay off in the end because that's the only thing you can control really I mean you can only control your effort you can only control what you do on the field and so knowing that and I was taught a long time ago as a kid you know that you never wanted um, your effort to be the reason that people uh, you know slight you uh, cut you, uh, bench you, uh, not allow you to play. You never want that, your effort part of it to be the reason. You know, it's one thing if you're not big enough. It's one thing you're not fast enough. It's not one, it's one thing if you're not tall enough. But your effort is always there. And so I feel like in Deshaun's case, you know, it, you know, his his effort is starting to look like, you know, he's starting to show it as in his effort. He's sort of going, ah, I don't really care that much. You know, I'll show up when I want to show up. And it's sort of the kind of thing that, you know, people say that Randy Moss did, where, you know, his effort was there sometimes, it wasn't there other, all the time. And, again, I, 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 I qualify these statements all the time with, you know, I don't know his individual situation. I don't know what uh, – Philadelphia has told him or not told him. I'm not, I don't know what his friends are saying to him. I don't know what his, what his agents are saying. Hey, you know, this is what we need to do. Clearly we're influenced by all those other factors. And so, you know, I, I just know that it's starting to look bad, uh, for Deshaun and because his effort is not there and is, and it's clear that his heart is not there either. And, you know, for a team like Philadelphia, I think they're going to need him. I think they should sign him. I definitely think they should pay him. But I think you know, on, a, on a professional level, I think that he should, you know, go out and do what his thing is. undeniable. His effort and talent is undeniable. So I let that show and, and then let everything else take care of itself. So uh, we're going to take a brief break, uh, and then we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about the Bears. We'll talk a little bit about uh, uh, Tim Tebow, a uh, very little. And then we'll talk about this whole NBA stuff. I, I mean, I, I don't even know what's going on still. I mean, there's deals flying all over the place. Anyway, we'll be back shortly. Uh, Darnell Autry, OTS, uh, Voice America. We'll be back.
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel get ready to talk sports with the big guys tune in to lockdown coverage with keith lewis every tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team the players and what's next it's time to have fun with the game Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Uh, yes, uh, thank you very much, uh, Monica. Um, I, <laughs> again, I, I, still don't know what the, I still don't know what the lady's name is, but I think it's pretty Pretty hysterical um, uh, that I call her different names. So we'll, we'll figure it out eventually. I'll get the lady's name right, but I think she does a great job uh, either way. I, I want to say really quickly uh, thank you to uh, the uh, Julie Irish uh, Irish's family for uh, for watching. I appreciate it. Um, it's this is strange because if I'd have known this was going to be on TV, then I'd have put on a tie or something, or at least did my hair or something, put some eye black on my eyes so my eyes stand out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, this is strange. This is really this is kind of cool. Uh, I feel like a rock star a little bit. Anyway, uh, so I want to discuss a little bit about uh, the Bears at uh, the Broncos. Uh, and again, I, I think it's really interesting that uh, Tebow's getting. I, I, I was watching something on ESPN that basically said that he was one of the most polarizing figures, and and I tend to agree with that because you got the whole religious thing, and then you got you know his him as a quarterback, but um, not a. You know, I, I wouldn't say 100% quarterback in that you know he doesn't throw as much as he runs, but nonetheless, you know he's proven that he's a, a, a you know a winner. He's proven that he can win games, uh, not just win games in college, but he can win them in the pros. And then the offense is sort of you know built around him and and his skills. So I I don't want to take you know credit away from him. I'm still not sold on him. I still think that. You know, he's caught a few teams that maybe weren't on their game when they played him. Uh, I think that games, uh, you know, teams like uh, the Upper Echelon, the Green Bays, the um, the New Orleans, the uh, um, the New England Patriots, those kind of teams, you know, they won't let you be in the game. They won't let him be, you know, give a chance to be up. You know, there won't be up only seven. They'll be up 14, 15. They'll be up 21, 24. So it'll be a real test to find out, you know, if he doesn't, if the game is not close at the end, 
then what happens? You know, and I think that'll be the real test. And, and again, I, I don't want to take anything away from him. I think he's a great athlete. I think he's a, a great leader. I think that, um, you know, uh, he's got a great skill set. I think that the passing is going to come along. Now, whether or not it comes along in Denver, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not completely sold that he's going to go to like the Pro Bowl. I'm not, cons- I'm not sold that they're actually going to go to the playoffs, but, um, yeah, you know, I, I I think uh, I think he's a great talent. I do, I, and I, I want to give him credit. You know, I've been kind of holding out on him, but I, I think and JD would have been like, oh, you know, he's a great athlete. You know, I think he's you know, but I I'm not completely sold on him as a quarterback. I'm sold on him as a great athlete. I'm sold on him as a, as a uh, uh, a great leader and someone that can win games. Uh, that being said. Uh, I did go with Denver, uh, to beat the Bears. I feel like, unfortunately, that my Bears are, are battered and bruised and I, I hate it. I don't like to see it. I mean, you know, Jay Cutler, uh, he's got a broken thumb, like somewhere down at the bottom of the base. And I remember watching last night's game. They said that, you know, Cutler's, Cutler's phone is, uh, phone. <laughs> Cutler's thumb is, is broke down here when Roethlisberger's is broke up top. So, Cutler can't actually hold a football, but Roethlisberger can. So, you know, without no Cutler, you have no uh, Matt Forte. I, 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 just, I don't know how I don't know how Chicago can beat the Broncos. I mean, I, I know it's weird that I'm even saying that. I don't know how the Bears beat the Broncos at the Broncos with no Cutler or no Forte. So, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be quite the interesting game, that's for sure. I, and I will definitely be tuning into that. Um, so let's 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 talk a little bit about this whole uh, NBA thing and what's going on. I mean, it just seems like every every like it was, you know, maybe three weeks ago there was all these rumors of who's going where and people being traded. And again, I wasn't paying attention because the only thing I cared about was my football and my fantasy teams and the pools I'm in. Because again, we almost lost football. So that was, that was, we almost lost football. So I'm putting all my energy and all my efforts and all my support into the football. But I know that football's coming to an end. I know that I need to transition my life, my sports life, my uh <laughs> my buffalo wild wing life i need to i need to move it from from football and i need it to go into basketball and i don't want to leave football and go into basketball and not know who got traded to where and who's on what team now i don't do fantasy with nba cuz i don't know enough about it and i don't i don't even know if that even exists but i I need my basketball, okay? So now I'm now I'm getting myself slowly but surely in the mode of transitioning into my basketball. So I'm hearing all these things. You know, I know that Chris Paul went to the Lakers. Excuse me. I know he went to the Lakers, which which blows my mind. I don't know how that's going to work. You got Kobe. You got Chris Paul. Now I know Paul Gasol is gone. I know uh, who else? Paul Gasol is gone. I know they were trying to move um, Odom out of there or something and. I have no idea what's going on with that. And then I'm reading in ESPN that uh, 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 Dwight Howard met with, with the Nets when it was rumored that Dwight Howard and Chris Paul were going to go to uh, the Lakers, but then the league, I guess, nixed that because they that's part of what the ownership was talking about and p- part of the reason why they did the whole big lockout is because the, the smaller markets are not 
losing the smaller market teams are losing money because the bigger market teams are taking the premier players. You know, the big three in uh, um, in Miami, the the big three that they have in Boston, and then they got the Lakers who are doing their thing. And so the smaller markets, the you know the New Orleans Hornets, the uh, I mean obviously the Dallas Mavericks are not a smaller market, but you know New Orleans Hornets, you got. Uh, uh, um, What's the other smaller markets? I'm, I'm actually drawing a blank in terms of all the. Let's see. Uh, smaller markets like uh, I guess I guess Phoenix would be a smaller market, but I mean I I wouldn't mind playing in Phoenix. You know uh, the Seattle. I don't even know if Seattle has, actually Seattle doesn't have a team anymore. I don't know. See, it goes to show you how much how much basketball I know because I don't. I, I mean, I can't think of a small market right now off the top of my head. But I know the issues, and uh, one of the bigger issues was that the bigger markets were taking the premier players, and they were sort of taking the concentration, and so that's kind of why the NBA nixed um, the big move between um, you know for the Lakers and everybody, the whole big thing, the the uh, you know. Uh, Dwight Howard and and Chris Paul and then I guess somebody else was supposed to go over there as well, but they nixed that and then I guess Dwight Howard met with the Knicks or with the Nets and the I guess they broke a rule they broke the rules because you know I guess uh, Orlando didn't know that the Nets were meeting with Howard and Orlando didn't give them permission so then that's a rule violation and so or you know so Orlando feels slighted I know Dwight Howard wants to get out of the nets um so I mean you got I think I think given the the environment now uh I think there's going to be all kinds and then there's all this these I think there's going to be all kinds of movements because you know now you've missed I think 18 to 20 games so they got to figure out how to make up that money how do you get you know fans in the seat still how do you get um you know, how do you recoup those that that monies? Uh, you know, and then and then still kind of maintain and preserve who you are as a team and who you are as an organization. So I know that everybody's kind of scrambling around and trying to figure out how do they how do they do that. Um, you know, I, I wonder if you know this this year's champion is it going to be an asterisk because it was minus I don't know twenty games? Are they going to do that? Uh, I don't know how that's going to work. Again, I'm, I'm not a basketball specialist. I don't claim to be. I'm a fan. I like to watch it. I like watching people get dunked on. I think they are, there's some great athletes out there. Um, but, you know, I don't know enough about the ins and outs of the NBA to really talk, you know, educated about, you know, what the league is going to do and what the league is not going to do. Uh, I, I do think that, you know, if I was in a smaller market and I'm like Dwight Howard, and I guess Orlando is a smaller market, and if I'm Dwight Howard, of course I want to go to the Knicks. Of course I want to go to the Nets. Of course I want to end up in L.A. I think the, 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 the point is not just what kind of basketball contract can I get, but what other stuff can I get? Sponsorships, I mean, exposure. I mean, if I, if I played in Toronto, if I had a choice between playing in Toronto and playing in uh, um, in LA, uh, yeah, of course I would play in LA. I mean that just that that makes sense. I mean I, I think everybody wants to play in LA. I mean that's where all the stars are, and everybody wants to play in New York because that's where all the stars are. People want to play in Miami, that's where all the stars are. So I mean it's it, it this is not rocket science. It doesn't. I'm not going. Well, why would he want to do that? Why would he want to leave Orlando and go to LA? I mean it it makes perfect sense to me. I, at the same time, I also see why the owners in those smaller markets, Michael Jordan's not very happy because, you know, I guess his Bobcats, you know, you know, they're losing money too because, again, they're a small market. See, I remember the small market. Uh, I know that, 
you know, they're not happy because they, you know, they have a hard time, you know, getting the big names to these smaller markets because, again, it's about exposure. It's about getting marketing deals. It's about being on TV. And if you're in a small market, you really don't get, uh, you know, you're not very much on on TV. Uh, it looks like my guy JD called in. Uh, JD. Monk, where's JD? I'm right here, D. What's going on? Oh, well, well, well. Look who decided <laughs> to show up for the show. Uh-huh. In the end of the second break. Yeah, nice of you to join nice of you to join us, my man. How's it going? Oh, it's going well, man. I'm not used to this snow stuff. Uh-huh. You're freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you back you're back in the shy, right? No, I am in Syracuse or Rochester, New York, uh doing a high school sports combine this weekend. A what? A high school sports combine? What? Yeah, it's uh seven and seven league, uh out here in Rochester, New York. Okay, so now what's what's the point of that? Is this is this are these all like seniors, freshmen? What what age well, group is this? It's eighth through twelfth, and what's going on? Because you know AAU has dominated things. So uh, here's another way for those who aren't playing winter sports, things like that, to work and enhance on their skills. And uh, there'll be there's lineman camps, and there's also like the skilled sports. And so I'm out here. Uh, running, helping out, uh, one of the leagues, speaking to the young men about uh, the college process and all that. So it was a great, wonderful opportunity. Uh, in fact, today I had the luxury of speaking to uh, some seventh graders throughout our through a, uh, middle school in Rochester. Wow. So. wow. You're talking about seventh graders in college. And I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess that makes sense. So you got to give them, you know, what's the track going to look like? You know, how do you track your career? How do you see it going? You know what I mean? Like, if, yeah, a little benchmark. Yeah, absolutely. You got to, you got to have a goal. Say, okay, I want to, from seventh grade, I want to be on varsity in high school. And then from varsity, I want to get a college scholarship. And then from there, you know, maybe I get a chance to maybe go pro. So that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And now, is this, is this for the smaller universities too? Or is this, is this just. No. Well, it's being held at St. John Fisher's uh, in terms of just a facility to use. But this is also uh, helping get the kids out there uh, and promote it and prepare to large universities, small universities. Right. Uh, but right now it's just another avenue uh, for the guys to come in to some of the indoor facilities and get some competition going for football and just like the AAU's where, you know, it's pretty much like uh, player ran in one sense, uh, but just to give them exposure. So if a coach is recruiting, you know, he has a chance to see a kid uh, live right. uh, during a spring game where sometimes during the fall it gets a little difficult. Right. No, that, that I mean, that, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. And I think it's great for kids. Is it for the, Was it for the whole country? I mean, was, was everybody yeah, from the country or is it more a, of a regional? It's, a national, it's going to be a national program. Uh, but this is kind of one of the launch offs that's going on on the East Coast. Man, and didn't and didn't um, didn't uh, there's something some allegations came out about the former president of the AU or something more sexual scandal whatever or something or another. It's all coming out everywhere. Oh jeez, <laughs> well I'm wait. Not, but, what? Not familiar quite with that one, uh, but you know, it, it is a lot. The Pandora's box has been open, I guess. Uh, all right. Well, let let we'll take a quick break and then uh, we'll we'll discuss the the Pandora's box and and all that stuff. So uh, we'll take a break. Uh, Darnell Autry, OTS Voice America. We'll be back. Here. Yes, sir.
flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football, and we'll talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific time. 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Kevin Lewis has been a student of the game his entire life, from Little League to the NFL. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Voice America Sports. Hustling with K. Lewis. It's not where you start, it's how you finish. Your internet flagship station for sports... You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back again. Welcome to all those that are uh, looking and, and viewing us through uh, Ustream. We really appreciate that Ustream. It's www.ustream.tv backslash channel backslash live dash phoenix dash uh, studio. So I want to thank all you guys uh, for watching. I think it's awesome. It's weird for me, but it's awesome. And aha, JD, you're totally missing the party over here because people are looking at me, man, looking all kinds of crazy at me. Yeah, well, they're probably, like, wondering, man, that guy has a lot of makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just told him, I told everybody, I'm like, oh, man, I didn't even got my face on or nothing. I'm going to put some eyeliner on, you know what I'm saying? Maybe put some rouge on my cheeks so I can look healthy, you know what I mean? They're used to seeing you with eye black and a helmet on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but we, you know, I, I was just getting J.D. caught up uh, during our break. I was just getting him caught up on, on the things that we were talking about, and J.D. was, you know, I basically let him know we got, we started, we talked a little bit about the Forte thing, man, and and Deshaun Jackson and how he's handling the difference in how they're handling it. Uh, and then uh, you know I talked again. I I skimmed over your boy Tebow real briefly. <laughs> I'm Tebowing right now in Rochester, just so you know. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I skimmed over Tim Tebow and uh, and the Bears. Well, I talked a little bit about the Bears. I don't think they're going to win at Broncos, which I think is really weird. And then, uh, you know, I talked a little bit about the whole, um, you know, the Chris Paul NBA shutting down the big three trade, and then uh, then Chris only Chris Paul going, and then uh, I guess uh, Dwight Howard's talking to the Nets, and then against that's that's against the rules, and so and. Then and the other part, the other thing that also went down is all these players that are stuck in China, right? I mean, all these guys that signed these Chinese deals with these governments, right? Mm-hmm. And they and they can't they can't get out of the deals because it's the government. Government's like, yeah, okay, you, we'll let you out of the deal for about fifteen million dollars, and they're like, oh, no NBA team's going to pay you fifteen million dollars just to let you, you know, come back to the, you know, the NBA. So I know they're trying Actually, to work. When you left 
their lockout. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing, too. Like, yeah, right, so we're going to pay an extra $15 million to get you back on the team? No, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, you, you made your choice, so that's that. So, uh, But I think that's going to ultimately hurt the quality of, of basketball. I mean, obviously, if not all the best players are in it, right? I mean, so. Yeah, I, I believe overall this whole situation with the lockout has done more detriment to the sport than it's actually helped. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> with the Chris Paul situation, mm-hmm. that's, to me, when the Lakers are a marquee team, which, how many people, even in New Orleans, watch the Hornets? That's uh, what I was I just really saying, and you're making me sound like a genius. That's exactly what I was saying, but go ahead. I, 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 I think the quality, I think the quality of the players that uh, New Orleans is getting, it actually makes them a better team. Mm. You you don't have the marquee player, but you still are being able to build a, a stronger foundation for right. the team. Right. And mm. you know, here's the thing: you need someone to line up on that West Coast with the Heat again. Yeah. And I think it, it, at the bottom line, if the Lakers does well, the Lakers do well. It does well for basketball. No, I, no, I, I I agree with that. I agree with that. And again, you got to look at Dallas. I mean, Dallas is. I mean, I guess you'd call them a mid-market. They're not a big or a small market. They're probably with that mid-market. They'd be the same kind of market as Phoenix, right? So mm-hmm. they won it last year as as a team. You know, I mean, although they got exactly. Dirk, I mean, but they won it as a team. So you're thinking that this could ultimately help the small market teams because I know Jordan's pissed because you know, like he can't get any marquee big big names to come to the Bobcats. I mean, he, they just not interested. Yeah, but you look at San Antonio. That was a big market before. You look in the uh, 90s with uh, with uh, the Portland Trailblazers and Utah Jazz. Mm. Those were originally weren't big markets. Right, but right, they right, had right. Solid teams. No, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think I but think it's more of a perception. The Showtime Lakers, whoever when the Showtime Lakers run into your town, those are sold out games, like when Michael Jordan played for the Bulls. Ah, uh, I see. So you're saying they get the they get the spillover, if you will, of people that want to see. Jordan and everybody play, or they want to see Kobe and Dwight Howard play with the Nets. So you gotta, you know, you go to the New Orleans game, not for the New Orleans, not for the Hornets, but you go for the Lakers. Exactly. Uh, I got you. I got you. But I think ultimately, but the long run, though, I think ownership for the long run in that they don't make the kind of money that they would if they had those marquee players already well, in you your town. San Antonio, right? San Antonio, they got they positioned themselves by building a team and then getting good players. Uh, around that, and here's the situation: they are now getting three players for one player, mm-hmm. and I think that that helps build the next, you know, dynasty and things like that. You had Utah Jazz forever with, you know, and they had a lot of guys that would have been role players eventually. Right. No, I hear you. Most uh, most other teams. You had San Antonio with the Sean Elliotts and things like that. And then you got a couple players, and then that market changed. So well, I, I believe in the long run, uh, a move like this, first of all, helps basketball with missing those games because people are going to pay to watch those three get together. Right. Or well, two get together. Well, at the same time, though, I mean, wouldn't you say, though, that San Antonio, before you got, like, um, what's the guy's name? The, the David Robinson. Yeah, once you got, before you got David Robinson, then you got uh, the net Tim. Once you got Tim Duncan and David Robinson, and then you win a couple championships, yeah, I think that's what attracts 
players to your team, like Dallas. Like Dallas, next, I mean, this year, I mean, people want to go play for Dallas because they want an opportunity. You know, veterans want to go play for teams that they think are going to have an opportunity to win a championship. So and right now, with just Chris Paul there in New Orleans, no one feels that they have a chance to win a champion. Exactly, so, but, exactly. But now you got four people on there, all of a sudden they look a little bit better. Uh, look a little bit better, yes, but, you know, again, you know, I, my, I guess my point was, it was that, you know, the smaller markets like the Houstons and the San Antonios, you know, and the, and the Jazz, you know, they were great teams, but they also were, you know, perennial, you know, they won, they won championships, they, you know, they go to playoffs every year, you know, every year they're contending, so I think, that's the difference in, you know, being at a small market versus being a bit, at a big market, right? I mean, would you say that, or? Well, yeah, but I'm going to say this. Imagine if Michael Jordan, if they had, if the Portland Trailblazers never took Sam Bowie and they took Michael Jordan. Right. He would not have the star power that he had being in Portland as opposed to Chicago. I don't know if you can say that, but I mean, but I get, I get it. But that's kind of like saying like, oh, if... Um, you know, Tom Cruise never was a star. He would never, you know what I mean? Like, people wouldn't uh, think no, he's I'm cute. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of... It, you, you have to have that Magic Johnson and a nice, strong network. You had to have... Michael, Michael Jordan, what he did for basketball, being in a major network uh, uh, area like Chicago, changed basketball. It elevated, I mean, after the uh, Bird and Magic era... It was a nice transition. The major markets are what swings the sport. No, I, you know, and, and I agree with that. I do think that teams in the major market do have an advantage. However, you know, for me, and I, and I think that Michael Jordan is the best basketball player to ever play the game because it changed the sport as we know it. Not just as the game, but also the marketing and all that stuff. I mean, he really put it, put a whole different thing on it, and that transcended the other sports, which was crazy. Um, but I, I think that you know, I would never want to say, oh, Michael Jordan's skills would not have shined in Portland. It would not have shined in Houston. It would not have shined in, you know, in Miami. It would not have shined in. You know what I mean? Like, let's no, not get. I'm let's not I'm get. Not saying that. I'm saying. His marketability and the draw, right, and that's a, just yeah. like the Lakers. I got you. you I get what you're saying. That goes all over to L.A. When L.A. does well, the league does well. Right. No, if I got. L.A. You. has a bad season. It's not good from a marketability standpoint for the league. I got you. I, I I get I get where you're going with it. I get where you're going with it. That 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 makes that makes uh, uh, some sense to me. Uh, so let's so. Let's transition a little to uh, baseball, and I don't know, JD, if you've heard a little bit about you know this this Barry Sanders thing. You know, prosecutors want Barry to serve 15 months in prison for obstruction of justice on CNN. Oh, guess, Barry Bonds. Yeah, Barry Bonds. Yeah, he's going to have his sentencing on the 16th. So, uh, I mean, what, what what do you think? You think he's going I, to prison? I, I think he is because Barry is the one that they originally wanted, and he's yes. the reason. Why I, I I personally feel that the hunt after these players went, and then after they start digging to get Barry, all of a sudden they unearth some other things that, like a Roger Clemens, right. and other people that they weren't expecting to be on that, uh, be involved in that. The original thing was Barry, right? So he, 
I, unfortunately, it's going to be kind of like that Plexico Burrs thing. You have yeah, going to make him in, you're going to try to make an example of him. Yes, I, I think that's what's going to go on, D. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think you're probably right, my man. I think that uh, when they were like, oh, we, you, and you didn't, you think it was because Barry was kind of like not cooperating in terms of marketing. He just was it, not that approachable. He just kind of did his own thing, and people were like. Well, we want you to be, you know, a nice guy. We want you to give all the interviews and shake hands with all the kids and do all these commercials. And Barry's like, no, nah, I'm just going to kind of do whatever I want to do. And I, like, I firmly believe that's one of the major proponents in this situation uh, because Barry was per- perceived to be arrogant. Right. And because of that perception, right, that rubbed some major people the wrong way. And therefore, and then you're breaking records and not a likable guy. Right. I mean. Right. 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 Yeah. That. That's. Yeah. Uh, that's. Uh, that's going. That's going to be his undoing, I think, unfortunately. And and again, you know, as a talent, I, I mean, I, I'm not still. I'm still on the fence on trying to figure out how. I mean, obviously, steroids help, you know, but I still think that. And we talk about this, and I, and I told you about this last time we talked, or a couple shows ago, is that I think the hardest sports activity or sports uh i guess uh, what would you call it an activity uh, uh like to hit a baseball right the the hardest sports action i think is to hit a, a 100 mile an hour you know baseball with a round cylinder with a baseball bat you know what i mean i, I think i think that's the toughest thing to do in sports right i mean I, i'm not saying baseball is the toughest sport if you go 30% yeah, it, exactly, exactly, exactly. Right, you know, exactly, absolutely, absolutely. So, what we're gonna do, JD, is we're gonna take uh, we're gonna take a break, uh, take a last break, and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna do uh, that ain't right, and then we gotta do uh, our picks for the week. I, you know, I, I yeah, still want to see how well I did compared to you. Man, I don't even know if we're gonna have time to get to that, but you know, I think I think I smoked you. I think. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Darnell Autry. JD Harris. Yeah. OTS. Voice America. We'll be back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. What's the national pastime in the U.S. in the 21st century? Are you sure? Think again. Three out of four Americans have made NFL football the true American pastime. It's now one of the fastest-growing sports in the world. But how do we as fans understand everything that goes on behind the scenes? Tune in to Enter the League with Eugene T. Lee Esquire as your host. Eugene was the featured NFL agent in the ESPN-acclaimed documentary, The Dotted Line. And now he takes his expertise to the Voice America Sports Channel. Listen every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Go, 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 go. 
your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Uh, yes, welcome, welcome back. We, uh, Me and J.D. were just talking about how freezing he is in Syracuse. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, just hit you with. <laughs> uh-huh, it's thirty degrees there. It's sixty-five here. Uh-huh, take that. Uh, okay, so JD, give me, give me, give me one of your that ain't right for the week. That ain't right. Yeah, give me a that ain't right for the week. That ain't right is the Oklahoma game. I really just felt like they was just gonna give me more than that, and they left me disappointed. Which Oklahoma? What do you mean? University of Oklahoma, their loss that they took, uh, that yes. was right. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, that was... They that didn't was, show up. That, no. that broke my heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm going to go off sports a little bit because uh, my guy, <laughs> Northwestern's finest, Bogoyevich, gets 15, uh, 14 years in prison for corruption convictions. He's the second consecutive governor of Chicago to... Uh, governor of uh, Illinois, five out of seven. What is that? Ain't right. What is wrong with these dudes? I mean, well, I get it. I mean, I get it. I get it. Okay, Chicago. I, I'll, that, I'm gonna argue with that one. That is right because that's where you need to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that ain't right that we keep electing people that go to prison that we know is they're shady and square. That ain't right. Come on, people. <laughs> we got to be better than that, man. We got to be a lot better than that. Yeah. What's it, what, you got another that ain't right? Yeah, that ain't right there. I'm up here in uh, Rochester, New York, freezing. <laughs> you chilling over there? Not only that am I chill, right. not only am I chilling, but I'm also on camera. I'm on TV. Yeah, gonna get famous. <laughs> <laughs> so in my mind, that is right, and uh, I feel awesome about it. Uh, all right, well let's. All right, let's do. Then you want to do our, our our picks for the week then? Well, I have one more that ain't right. Oh, well, go ahead that then. Give right. it to us. Oh, I just skunked you last week on the picks, but let's talk. You know what? You just, I think you just made that up. I think you just made that up because I don't have my picks in front of me. And so if I have my, my picks in front of me, then I would know that you clearly, you probably didn't, you probably didn't win that. But we'll keep, we'll start keeping tally though, right? All right. And like at the end of like. Let's remind him who's the winner on this one. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that you won it this week, but we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll we'll have to out next week when you're in the studio. We're gonna bring the picks in for the next. We'll we'll take two segments and we'll we'll tally it up and see you know where you at and and all that stuff. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. All right. All right. So picks for this week. All right. We got mm-hmm. Houston at the Bengals. Bengals. Wow. Really. Why you like Why you like the Bengals? First of all, Houston is still patchworking together. Yeah. Uh, from the quarterback spot, even though uh, Yates did okay, mm-hmm. but the Bengals have been rolling. I I just think they're a stronger team. And I like that. I like that Dalton guy. He's good. I like yeah. him. I do like Andy Dalton. All right. How about the uh, How about the Vikings at the Lions? The Lions. 
Yeah, I mean, what what does the Vikings got? I mean, I'm I'm just reading just now that Peterson and Ponder are questionable. I mean, then then what does Minnesota got? I mean, I think me and you should. I think me and you should show up over there, and put some pads on. Maybe we have some. We have a chance to be on that team. So we got. I don't know about that. One, but <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I just pulled a hamstring thinking about it. Like, oh man, damn. I'm down, man, down. All right, Saints, Saints at at Tennessee. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I think they are rolling. But the thing is, Drew Breezy is yeah, breezy. Yeah, no doubt. What about the Eagles at the Dolphins? Ooh. Now, now know that Vic. I think Vic is coming back. I think well, I he's going to the Eagles. Ah, uh, see, I, I knew you was going to do that. I knew you were going to fall for that trick. See, I'm taking, I'm taking Miami because they're I at home. Win. <laughs> huh? Nah. I still win. You, you know the way he's a man on a mission. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see if he's fully healed because you know he's been taking a pounding and a beating. So uh, every exposed muscle that he's got and bone has been dinged up somehow, some way. So he's been getting beat up. All right, how about this? Chiefs at the Jets. The Jets. Yeah, I went. I went with the Jets too. I went with the Jets. Uh, although, man, if if. Sanchez, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I still every week. I'm pretty good, Darnell. Hand off the ball. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, I think that's what he's got to do. Uh, Patriots at the Redskins, don't even play with it. Don't even play. I am going to go for the, uh. Don't even play. I don't know. Don't even play. Uh, Brady, maybe. You know better. I, I saw, did you watch on the, on the Thursday night when they were talking about the, I think there was three quarterbacks that could break Dan Marino's record this year? Did you see mm-hmm. that? Did you see that? Uh, they had like Drew Brees, Drew Brees, AR, Tom Brady, and I feel like there was one other one, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. But they all could break Dan Marino's record for passing yards mm-hmm. in the season. I, I, that, that's how this season's been going. That's crazy. That's really crazy. Rules have changed. No doubt. All right, Falcons at Panthers. Ooh, I'm going to take the Falcons. Yeah, I got the burn of turn now. I want to see the burner. I want to see the burner turn to do his thing. All right, here we go. Uh, Tampa Bay at Jacksonville. What? Tampa. <laughs> Tampa. You know what? I'll take Jacksonville just because uh, I'm gonna be you fancy. Lose to me? No, no, because I'm gonna be fancy. How about that? Uh, Balt- how about Colts at, at the Ravens? <laughs> Don't even play with it. More. Don't even play with it. That ain't even that. Uh, Bears at, Bra- at Browns. Uh, sorry, Bears at the uh, at Broncos. Oh, I'm gonna go with the Bears. Really? Who's gonna? Who? Yeah. Really? With with yeah. with everybody out, Cutler and uh, your boy gone, and Forte. Yeah, because I I think that they still have Barber. They still have Bell, who's a good runner. You just don't, you I just can't turn you just can't turn it off on against the Bears. You just can't turn your back on the Bears. I think that's what oh, it no, is. You I, I, you just getting emotional against them. But I think that they're that athletic up front where it, Tebow is not stiff arming Julius Peppers. You no, know, he's not stiff arming Julius Peppers. Nobody can really stiff arm Julius Peppers. But I think you getting I think you letting your emotions get the best of you with that one. So I'm I'm taking the Broncos. All right, uh, all right, 49ers at the Cardinals. 49ers. I got the cards. How about that? Boom. Cards oh, oh, all up like in it. Yeah. Cards all up in it. I got faith in my guys. I got my. I got I, faith I, I in my guys. Championship belt. Not a way. I got I'm the cards. I'm doing the Aaron Rodgers right now. Cards playing spirited and showing up. I got them. All right. Uh, Raiders at Packers. Don't even play with it. 
the Packers. Ooh, I think it's going to be a good game, though. I think it's going to be a great game, and I and I hope it is because they got AR going in my fantasy, and I need him to do what he does best, and that is throw the ball all over the field and score a touchdown. That's what I want. But a uh, Bills at Chargers. Ooh, yeah, Chargers. That's a long trip. Yeah, but they usually take it a day earlier. And if is is Fred Jackson back? If he's back, then, mm, you know, Dorov yeah, is coaching for his job. Yeah, I'll take the Bills. Then you know what I mean. I'll go with the Bills. I ain't scared. I'll take the Bills. How about the? Uh, okay, so we got the Sunday night game, and I, I don't even know what this is all about. Giants at the Cowboys. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah Steel yeah. Jones is back. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and wow. Yeah, that's a tough one. It is. It is. It I'm is. Gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. All right, I'll take the Giants. I like that. I like that. JD, don't. I don't want. Listen, I'm marking this down now. So next week when we start talking about, it, don't act like all of a sudden you took the Giants. All right? Because this I, I already these got shows the, are I'm doing the Aaron Rodgers. These, show, doing the belt. these shows the belt. are recorded and they're not only being recorded and now. People can see it on TV. So don't even on on. But on, they got to prove it was me that said it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was you. I know it was you. All right. So and here we go. Uh, one of the probably the worst Monday night games. Uh, I think is. Rams at uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, and I, and I'll tell you this though: what what a great stage for Marshawn Lynch to really show off what he's been doing. I mean, he is an animal. My sister has him on a fantasy, and what's great about fantasy is it really does you keep track of everybody, right? And you really know how well someone's doing based on their points. And and Marshawn Lynch has been absolutely positively lighting it up. Lighting it up. Yeah, he's a beast. But uh, here's the thing. I need Rams to score more touchdowns because I need the Predator. I need Steven Jackson to do what he does best and and just show up one time. Just one time. You know? Just one time. I got a feeling that I'm going to be wearing a belt at the studio and your sister is going to be wearing a belt around you. Don't (laughs) even imagine it. Don't even imagine it. Well, J.D., man, I appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule and teaching all the little children's. Uh, and, uh, getting on with the show, man. We're gonna close this thing out, man. Uh, hope to, hope you get back in the studio next week, right? Alright. Yeah, uh, see, uh, see you next week, bro. Absolutely, my man. I appreciate it. And thank you all very much for joining us. Thank you, everybody on Ustream. Appreciate it. It's been great. Um, we'll do better next week. We'll, uh, we'll see what we can do to make something happen. Darnell Autry, Voice America, OTS. We'll see you guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show.